to another episode of airing it out season three the one where we crown the newest sheriff in town bringing in my co-host dr david drew dave we have a champion we have a sheriff what's going on i'm very excited and his name's not stop uh and his is, name is not it's, it's pretty That's fantastic right. i i think the only thing that i'm sad about is this is the end of the year yeah is it season season three of airing it out is going to come to an end after this episode? So, uh, and we set the bar very high for season four. So we should. <laughs> did, we did we did we set it high? I don't know. I don't know. We went low. They went lower. It's a whole thing. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, no, there's there's more pants in season four. That'll be the hope. But that's right. Um, all right. So we should bring in our very very special guest host, the new new sheriff in town. Uh, uh, Matt Hanley is, is here with us. All right. Welcome in, Matt. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. <laughs> well, First time caller, have... long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've never missed an episode, but I've never been on the show because until now, there was no reason for me to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies well, and gentlemen, the winner of the season, uh, the League of Ordinary Gentlemen, the Farmington football team, Matt Hanley, has joined us to talk about this unbelievable upset that we talked about so much last week and also gave you absolutely no chance to win. <laughs> and now you are here to defend yourself, but also to claim the crown. I think this might be the first time in a season, Dave, that we've had a champion on. I don't think maybe you, I don't no, know. We've actually, we've never really, we always kind of burn out by this point we kind of yeah. end but it's been so much fun this year that we were like we're definitely having matt on especially with the yeah. cinderella story that was matt coming through now now so matt was the the number four seed going in right you were, or the number five seed. was ray ahead of you i always forget because it was all messed up you were ahead of ray right uh i don't i don't recall but i actually think that it was the other way around i think i was okay, six so i think i just squeaked in Patrick was Patrick was the sixth seed. I know that much. So okay. uh, you were five, I think. I was five. Yeah. Yeah. So you came in. Oh, yeah, that's right. You came in as the fifth seed. So you were the number five seed. Uh, and you uh you ultimately took down your your path was hey, you had to take down the no luck literally. You win yeah, by four points one. in the in the in the first round there. That was a very close one. Come from behind win on Tuesday night. How did you what were your feelings on that initial Tuesday night? uh win there <laughs> uh it was it evolved right it was initially stress and then intense stress and then diminishing <laughs> stress to relief when i finally pulled <laughs> off the win on tuesday it, i mean it was it was the 25 it, I think points I was, it was 25 points from cooper cup and 13 points from dallas goddard that got you over the line that's uh, three, right. Three points from your linebacker as well. That really got you over the line that night to uh, to pull off the win. Oh, and the Eagles defense. You also had three points there to pull off the win. You were far, far behind going into that Tuesday night game. Yeah, you know. So you're jogging my memory. You know what was fun about that game is that uh, my my wife, who won our college league, also had Cooper. Also <laughs> had Cooper Cup. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so we watched that game together, just like praying for a Cooper Cup miracle. <laughs> that's amazing. And it delivered. It was a lot of fun. That's um, amazing. That is yeah. that's 
you know, that's actually very cool. That's just very yep. cool. I, it's it, almost it, like Cooper Cup was the Lamar Jackson of this year. Like he's like, <laughs> he just scored you a trillion points and we nobody could catch up. I mean, the thing that I think we probably would have asked you in that week going into that week, because you, I think, had the team, other than maybe Tim, had the highest impact on your team as to who was playing on Tuesday night, because you had multiple players, multiple position players playing on, on Tuesday night. So with COVID and the different schedules, like, were you worried? Were you nervous about having to wait until Tuesday? Or are you like one of those fancy players that you're like, I'd rather everyone play at one, it gets done and it's over with? Or do you like points trickling in later where you might be able to change something i mean well you know i enjoy having something to watch for multiple days of the week so in that sense i kind of liked it right there was like a new development every day I, if i recall correctly at that point i didn't have a lot of other options so it definitely wasn't stressing me out in terms of like you know watching whether or not it made the right decision it was kind of just like well this is what i've got let's see what it does and it, it played out yeah, that's true. Made up by two and a half points. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, which yeah. is amazing. Well, four four points in in round one, and then oh, in the and then round, in round right. two was two and a half points. He came from behind Monday night, pulled off the win, true Cinderella fashion <laughs> against against the deputy, uh, Mr. Tim Mansfield, Davis Gore's hipsters there, pushing him into the uh, the third round consolation game. But um, I mean, what what were your thoughts there? Dak Prescott puts up that four to four points in uh, before halftime. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, by the time that had happened, I was starting to get a little hopeful. I, I had basically resigned myself to the fact that this was my last game, right? I was like, let's uh, put up a good fight. Tim will beat me. He'll go on to a much deserved championship appearance. But when, you know, when Dak had 44 at halftime, mostly my thought was, are they going to pull him or am I going to get to 60? Uh, you know, and then at the end of the game, I was looking back at the scores like earlier today or last night. Um, I know that that was sort of like a hard loss for Tim, but I was reminded that in week two, I think it was, or maybe, would, no, sorry, week like 10, 11, he beat me by like 90 points, right? So just an embarrassing loss on my <laughs> behalf. So I think there was some like karmic retribution there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing that I think uh, goes missed in that win for you is you had two players on your team get you zero points. Hunter Henry and Melvin Gordon both got zero points, but you had such a strong showing from Dak Prescott that it, like just really it didn't matter. And Rashad Penny, big points, 19 points for you. Um, and you were like hurting that week, right? I mean, I think Chris Godwin had gotten hurt in the week prior, which hurt your chances to win that game against Ray. Julio yep. Jones was out. Uh, you lost Keenan Allen, I think, or is Keenan Allen on, on uh, Ray's team? Yeah, I don't, I don't team. have Sorry. Keenan. And I don't think I played Julio Jones once this season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But I mean, I think what we probably, you, you said it in the chat. Uh, I think, uh, I think you have to buy uh, a Jersey for Foyseid Alakun. <laughs> yeah, my boy. I think Foyse de Luokun. Luokun. Uh, I mean, yeah. you should see. That's how you say it. We should have had him on. See, if you own the player on your team, you definitely should know how to say his name. You should say how especially to say if he's getting you all the points. I don't yeah, own him. I, I don't have to get his name right. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The first time he put up eight points, I googled how to pronounce his name so that I could talk about it. Uh, yeah, if they make jerseys for him, then I think I'll order one uh, with my winnings because I he was like the anchor of my team throughout this. You know, it, it, lots of other players put up more points or, or like had a bigger impact in an in individual game, but he was like consistently plugging in, you know, six to eight points. And for an IDP, that's super valuable. 
So yeah, I I feel like I feel like he's my boy. Cooper, I think you, I feel like it's Cooper Cup. I think you got. I, I mean, Cooper yeah, I know, but Cooper Cup gets all sorts of praise. Let's. I'm trying to like put the spotlight <laughs> right, on fair. some lesser known players. I tell you, it would be a great jersey. I, that's a fun. That's a fun jersey in some weird Cooper, way. Which, huh? Cooper Cup has to have his own team at this point. He has more yeah. receiving production than the entire New York Giants. So that's right. I mean, <laughs> that's right. So you'd have to put, but you'd have to put. Florida Sade's whole name on it, right? Like, you know, yeah. the whole thing, like it's going to be. Just have one really long placard yeah. on the back. <laughs> Every letter of the alphabet is actually his name. Like that. goes from butt cheek to butt cheek in a rainbow yeah. fashion, you know, uh, it'll be good. Yeah. Um, well, so that, so that I think brings us to the championship round. And, and I think we want to really get deep into the, the championship game, but we'll briefly talk quickly about the matchup of the Tim Mansfield, Mansfield, Tim, Tim Mansfield, Davis square hipsters. Um, <laughs> And uh, and how Tim absolutely destroyed me, uh, uh, putting me out of the money, I think, for the very first time in the league uh, yeah. is where it's really come down after the regular season. And Tim, I now have a personal vendetta against you. I think, I think that's really what it comes <laughs> you, down to. So it used to be Stav. Now it's Tim. I have a new adversary. It's, it's Tim. <laughs> that's what has uh, developed here. But you know, it's it the the matchup really came down to 141 and a half points for Davis Square Hipsters. Tim played everything right, got great performances from a bunch of his players. Tom Brady did not have a crappy game, although it didn't look like a great game for Tom Brady until yeah. the fourth quarter. That was a really strange game between Tampa Bay and the New York Jets, including Antonio Brown's third quarter quit the game, strip tease, dance in the end zone, dropping a hit hit new single on <laughs> Apple Music the next day. Uh, Matt, have you listened to it? Is it good? Uh, yeah, I have listened to it. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, does it have anything to do with quitting football? <laughs> not really. I, I mean, it, to be honest, it's a little bit unintelligible. <laughs> right. But I, I have to take a moment and just roast Jeff here a little bit. So I think I think the Achilles heel to my playing this this year has been Jeff and I co-hosting this show because Jeff gets in my freaking head with Tyree Hill about like, oh, you're not gonna play him, you're punishing him, he's gonna be on your bench, you're not gonna play him. So then he gets activated and Kirk Cousins going on getting COVID really screwed up my whole thought process for last week overall. It like made me pull Justin Jefferson, who ultimately did not score a lot of points as, as might be expected because Sean Mannion, I looked up the stats, the NFL has played in multiple games has like never thrown a touchdown and more interceptions. Um, so it felt a little bit more like he became a New York Giants player overnight and it just didn't feel um, very good. Um, but Tyreek Hill, I knew I shouldn't have played him. I just, <laughs> what did you uh, have in there prior to Tyreek? I had Justin <laughs> Jefferson. And then I was, I, I there was, a, I don't know if anyone would have seen it, but there was a, about an hour and a half where I had Amon Ross St. Brown in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> I would have won. I would have won guy. if I had made some, if I had played Kyler Murray and Amon Ross St. Brown instead. Uh, but yeah, alas, that's well, you are welcome, my friend. I am the swami for you. You should just continue to listen to my great advice. Yeah, I just wish you'd stop picking me to win. That's really what it comes <laughs> down to, I think. So you're the kiss of death. It's fine. It's fine. But let's all right. Big, big game. Although it like ended up being a little anticlimactic between the Farmington football team and Team Penna here. The sheriff like forgot his gun. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you like used some sort of like defendo spell on him or something in that 166 and a half points to hundred and a half points for team Penna. Um, walk us through what happened, Matt. <laughs> I mean, I, 
Is 100 really that bad? I know that he's usually oh, no, it's, like it's way no 38. Up there, it's no 38. Yeah, it's no 38. <laughs> uh, I mean, so I got to tell you, I, to be honest, I am as surprised as you guys that I ended up where I am. You know, I, on the one hand, when all four of you picked against me last week, it did motivate me to like put up <laughs> the best team I could. But on the other hand, I agreed with you. I would have picked against me too. So, <laughs> um, you know, I think... So in contrast to like the two weeks prior, we talked about the fact that I had a couple, you know, I had some booms and I had some bust, right? And in both of the previous two semifinal games or, you know, playoff games, there were like one or two guys that really went off and, and secured the, the win for me. Here, I think I just had a, a pretty solid performance across the board, right? Like nobody really, maybe with the exception of my, my boy Oluokun, put up huge numbers, <laughs> right? But everybody put up pretty good numbers, right? Everybody did their job and, and it was enough um, to, to pull it off. Yeah, I mean, Rashad was, Penny putting up 30 might be yeah, considered Yeah, a yeah you're right. Box. That's a fair, that's fair. You know, to be but honest, he, I actually, I do want to ask it because you originally had Melvin Gordon in there and we talked a little bit about your two quarter uh, running back set and that they were both Denver and who knows what Denver, actually, I don't say we, I probably said that out loud. But with that, then you go to Rashad Penny and like, I, how did you get there? Have you seen just more touches from him? So, yeah. So I heard you guys say that I actually listened to the podcast after I had changed my lineup. So that the plan was for a couple of weeks now has been to try and get away from that Denver running back set. Cause like it's a little bit, you know, too many eggs in one basket. Yeah. Um, no, you know, I just been, so I think like everybody I've got my, my tools. I had been tracking guys that were sort of coming back and were maybe improvements over, you know, if you look at my bench, I really don't have that much running back depth. That's been my weakest position for like probably since the inception of the league. So I'm constantly looking for anybody that would be an improvement. It just turns out that Rashad Penny was a way bigger improvement than I think I anticipated. And yeah, it, you know, the week prior, he, I can't recall if I played him the, in the previous week, but he looked good. He was getting a lot of touches. You know, he had put up decent numbers. It seemed like maybe he was going to be the main guy there. And so I thought, you know, rather than play the duo, let's, let's roll the dice and just pick one of, you know, the Denver running backs and it, and it played out. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're right. I mean, I, I think I even said when we were talking about when we, you're right, we did pick all against you, but I had put in the caveat. I said, you know, Matt makes some changes here to his lineup. I think it's, yeah. a, it's a very much closer game. I don't think I anticipated, I, I don't know if I would have guessed that you would have put up 166 and a half points. I mean, that's a pretty solid, two, I mean, that has to be one of your higher scoring games it, for the season, right? It was the highest score I put up this season, yeah. Well, there's a good time to do it, I guess. But ultimately, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, looking at your bench too, you didn't have a ton of options. Kareem Hunt was out, you know, um, right. and Chris Godwin's out. You know, the only, you could have slotted in A.J. Dillon um, as as an option for Javante Williams and ended up with even more points, but it wouldn't like, you're still not going to start him necessarily over the three guys that you started. So I think, yeah. you know, I think uh, ultimately one of the things that I think was kind of surprising. And one of the things that um, I thought Penna had to his advantage was Penna had better matchups for defenses. And so did I on my team in terms of who my players were playing, like my team, was playing everybody over like nobody was ranked 22nd or better right so mm -hmm. like most people were like in the 32s in terms of where the fantasy position should have been performing against them and they all like underperformed according to that metric alone and i think when we were looking at it with the exception of maybe uh, new england against jacksonville 
I actually thought you had uh, a harder matchup defense against who the position player was going up against than Matt did. So ultimately I think your guys just showed up like Brandon cooks against San Francisco getting 12 points is pretty good. San Francisco's defense has been pretty solid all year, you know, and um, you know, Houston only scored seven points in that game, but Brandon cook still gets 12. So I don't know. Good, good for you, Matt. Congratulations. Big, big win for you. Yeah. I'm sure the sheriff is somewhere hiding because he's very upset. <laughs> you have broken a lot of hearts to this. I mean, you went, you beat Tim, you beat Dave, you beat, I mean, you broke hearts. And I have to say, story of my life, Jeff. <laughs> well, I was going to, you are the most humbled, like kind champion I think we'd ever, will ever see. Like, you're like, no, I wouldn't have picked myself either. I would have been like, no, I don't think so. Like, this is, you guys are, you know, jerks. Like, yeah, if this, I mean, was, I, if this was Stop, Stop would be here saying, hey, I hit home runs every time I get up to the plate in baseball. Of course I was. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, I, I think I'm just being realistic because I also had, precedent working against me i don't know if you guys know this this was my third championship appearance i've i lost to dave in the inaugural season Mm -hmm. i lost to uh pinto in 2018 and so i was like oh okay you know i snuck into the playoffs i got lucky i got into the (laughs) the uh, championship getting lucky I'm not going to win it. You know, I never win. It. So <laughs> I, I thought I was just being realistic. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you definitely were right in the middle in terms of like your points for, for the year and everything else. And that's true. You were getting in there and I, you know, though there, you have the playmakers. And I think in, in this round, you really actually see it to put up good weeks. And I think that's, that's part of it. Right. And I, I think we, I definitely bring it up when we, you know, at the very first episode of the year, we talk about who might be in a good position. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I've always felt that your team was balanced enough to compete throughout the year. And I think, yeah, you, it doesn't seem like you got bit by the injury bug too, too much. You had some good emergences from your rookies. The Javante Williams pickup was looking really great for a team to build for a running back to build around. So I know you don't have a lot of depth there, but you'd have, you have the right guys to manage that depth for right? Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. So, yep. um, you know, it's going to be really interesting. I got, we have to acknowledge um, that uh, poor, poor Dave Penna did not play Mike Williams. Mike Williams is sitting on his bench for 13 <laughs> points. Um, not that it would have made a difference in the game, but it's Mike the Williams, curse, of Mike, curse Williams. of Mike Williams. I mean, Joe, Joe Burrow might have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Joe Burrow, yeah, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Joe Burrow with 58 points. Joe Burrow was a machine the last two weeks. I don't, I don't know what Penna does here. I'm sure he said he's on the trading block and he may want to keep him. I, it's it's going to be hard to play him over uh, Josh Allen week in and week out, but you could probably get something pretty good for it. You know, Jeff Sieber's got a lot of draft picks, Dave, if you want to. Um, but I mean, I don't know if Joe Burrow is exactly what I need, but I do. It's enticing. It's enticing. Well, so I could tell you this much, uh, Dave Penna, if you're listening, I dropped Mike Williams for a reason. You might want to drop him too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congratulations, Matt. Um, well, as as we said, this is the last episode of, of airing it out for the season because there's no more football. Um, uh, Matt, who do you uh, who do you got going to the Super Bowl? God, uh, honestly, no idea. <laughs> um, outside of fantasy football, I've paid very little attention to the NFL this year. Probably not something you should confess after winning the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey, Penna. There's that. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh tell you what i'll i'll 
get back to you. You can put it in and post. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. We'll put it. In, we'll put it in later. But um, you know, ultimately, Jeff and I have been watching this uh, the Hard Knocks in season on HBO, which has been kind of interesting. We've been texting a little bit about it. I gotta say, the Indianapolis Colts is kind of a fun team to learn a little bit about. And I've watched past seasons of Hard Knocks. I, I don't know, Matt, have you ever watched Hard Knocks? I don't know if you've. I think yep. you maybe have. Yeah, because we talked about it in grad school quite a bit. I think. Um, and um, like, it's just a. Pro, not a prototypical team you see on hard knocks and like frank reich's like method is is kind of interesting and ultimately this team has really come on and you know i think um you know tim's team was definitely the the biggest beneficiary of the of, of jonathan taylor being such a good running back but i'd be interested to see if they make a, a, a stretch run here i'd be curious to know how dave's feeling about the bills after this week um you know i know they win but i, I don't think they look the strongest this week um, New England looked very strong against Jacksonville, but that's like saying like you look really strong against a baby. Um, so that doesn't really count. Um, or, the, or the Giants. Or the Giants. So what you're saying is that Penn's team's limping into the playoffs. Is that what you're, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I said the Bills, sounds were, like... uh, the Bills, not Penna was limping into the playoffs. Well, I mean, it's this clear. team, right? I mean, yeah, it's... yeah. So Penna's limping into the playoffs, yes. <laughs> <laughs> took a lot of crap for that. <laughs> well, you know, I have just Penna, I mean, it, it worked last time. Maybe it'll work for the Bills. You never <laughs> know. Right. So um, right. we'll have to see. But a um, few few housekeeping things for the league. So free agency is is locked. Now you can't pick up and drop players from free agency. If we see it, we'll, we'll cut that off. Um, however, the trade window is reopened again. Um, so if anybody wants to make any trades, uh, to my trade, liking. Thank you. trade draft to picks, my do whatever else you can. Um, we have not decided on whether or not traded players will be um, protected in the free agency poll. Um, however, for the free agency poll, if you want to start thinking about making your rosters current over the next year and you like want to tinker around or you're thinking about trading some players away because you know they're going to be ineligible. I, I sent to the to the Google Hangouts how to see the years of experience. So it'd be anybody who was drafted in 2018 or earlier. Um, so if you were drafted in 2019, 2020, 2021, or you have three years or less experience in the NFL this year, um, then you are safe. So you can live on a bench and not be pulled off. And then anybody else that you want to protect has to be up in your active roster. Um, you have to be able, when you do your drops for uh, for the three, we'll make everyone drop three players and your IRs have to be cleared. That's all got to be done by August. Um, you do have to have a complete roster. So you can't just like drop all of your cornerbacks, for example. You still have to keep a cornerback on your team. The only exception to that is if you only had one on your team and they end up retiring or they're not in the NFL anymore and they can't be there, it kudos to you. You didn't control that. That's just what happened. Um, so, but you can't just purposely drop a player that's still active and then have empty roster spots. Um, and then, uh, the, as the trade window reopened, uh, I got, I thought I might squeak out getting out of having to give you Van Jefferson, Jeff, her cousins <laughs> dropped to number nine by not playing last Ooh. week. Uh, had he dropped to number 11, I could have given you Tevin Coleman instead who, you know, so, uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I was hoping for it. I just didn't get it. I just didn't get it. It's all right. It's also, awesome. Matt, just so you know, you just watched the sponge brain in action right there. Did you see all that? I, I, yeah. Did you not see me just marveling at it? Yeah. <laughs> it's just all in there and it absorbs yeah. and just doesn't, doesn't go away. It's truly impressive. 
Now, Dave, what are we doing about the other bylaws I have proposed? Should we have a bylaws? Um, Sorry, my, I, I don't recall uh, you proposing any. A, maybe more like a bylaws, like uh, recap, maybe a uh, show. I think, uh, no, I don't recall any bylaws. I blacked Maybe we should make it a bylaw out. that there's a recap show for the bylaw. Actually, I so I had an idea for a bylaw. Um, Jess oh, is not money. allowed to propose any more bylaws. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's Second no aid, good. motion, does it no, pass? That's, All no, in favor? No, nay. <laughs> uh, we had two in favor. I think it no, it's gotta be, by it's quorum. Gotta be, it's quorum. It's got to be full in. This is an All right, well, well, maybe we'll have an off-season uh, owner's meeting when when covid is not a thing and we can we can get together over a steak dinner and you know say <laughs> we can I, consider all of these bylaws yeah i listen i do want to i do because it just really didn't get quite the play i wanted to in that chat but that sheriff's badge that penna has i think is just just amazing like i again i you have a sense of what the story is dave I, I have this pretend story in my head. I want to believe that his mom heard the episode went out and like actually had like a name engraved in a sheriff's badge. You seem to think that the, the badge actually was like when he From was his a child. childhood. <laughs> now, when I look at it, I'm like, I don't know. It could go either way. So we're going to have to get some clarification. I'm just it. saying, Jeff, I think if it's the, the your version of this story, <laughs> we got to cancel this thing now. This show should be canceled. <laughs> like they, this should never have that undue influence on moms going out and making sheriff badges for their adult sons. Maybe his mom is very, very <laughs> proud that Penna has uh, taken some time to be on the this really high profile show and then went out and had this great engraved gift. I, <laughs> I've met Nicole Penna and I believe that she is capable of that. I just don't think that's what happened. And I think it, if it helps you sleep tonight <laughs> and if it prevents you from making more bylaws, then I'm okay with that version well, of the story. Listen, my I, I'm going to choose to, to believe Jeff, right? Like, yeah. despite the win, I'm a little bit jealous of Penna for owning something that cool. Yeah. I would be even more jealous if he had a mother <laughs> capable of doing that. So. <laughs> I also like the idea that now that it's back in his possession, that once this whole pandemic thing is behind us, that he'll like wear it out to bars. Just so, <laughs> Penna, you ever do that? Just take a picture and send it to the group. Wearing Josh Allen's University of Wisconsin, or was that what it was? Right. No, it was not Wisconsin. I don't even remember right. where he was. In the Speedo. Dakota, in the Speedo, and the yeah. hat. And, the, yep. and he should tie up the jersey just like he did with the yeah uh, <laughs> that's a luck i mean it'll fit right in in brooklyn <laughs> bushwick is calling that's what that is so uh no well i'm still um, i'm still waiting for the speedo in my my house here but by the way no oh the, the warren speedo as the last pre place prize too soon I, feel like that, no. I think that's too um, <laughs> too on the nose i don't know i have like, to say like it's not a last place prize if you want it yeah <laughs> I think I have withholding say, it is now the last place. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think I like this little teaming up effort here. I'm not a big fan. I know I'm not in the in the Yukon in crowd, but I'm like, you know. Hey, I sided with you on the badge thing. I, yeah, you did. Actually. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a good one. That's true. I'm going to take the win. Uh, well, I mean, I got to say, this was a very fun uh, episode of of airing it out a very fun season of airing it out i think we've had a lot of fun doing it we're happy we had more guest hosts on this year we got to like every i mean maybe it's just covid crazy that everybody actually wants to listen to this crap but um it's been very fun um jeff I, there was talk of a superlative situation did you did you 
did this mature at all? <laughs> well, why are you setting me up for failure? No, because it, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't mature because I'm 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 very busy. But like, uh, so there was some suggestion by a listener, uh, my friend Caitlin, who has said maybe you should do some 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 super- superlatives. I can't say that word. And uh, they were very funny when she was saying them to me, but I never wrote them down. So maybe we'll have to do it in the chat or something like that. All right. Well, in the absence of superlatives, let's let's leave it on this note. Matt, as the reigning champion, which team in the league scares you the most going into next year? Not knowing anything about the draft, but where who you played this year, who felt tough, who felt strong and built for the future, who scared you? Can't pick yourself. Who scares you for next year? <laughs> and I wouldn't even if I could. I, this So this question I have an answer to without hesitation, I think it's Tim Mansfield's team. I mean, he was incredibly solid all season long, right? Seemed like he was cruising towards a championship appearance, you know, if not victory. Um, I really think that, that Tim is ascendant. We're entering the age of Tim Mansfield. <laughs> it's the age of a, a query square hipster. Yeah, I, I tried to get there. <laughs> Couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, Jeff, where where are you going? What where where are your thoughts? And then don't um, say yourself. You know, do not say yourself. Well, I mean, with all of the uh, camo that I have, you don't you can't know. pick yourself. Uh, it's a rule. <laughs> no, no, I will. To be honest, with you, I think Dave, I think that your team was uh, uh, thwarted. Is that the word? Uh, by Derrick Henry uh, leaving and, and getting hurt, and Who's so coming back. By the way, like this week, that's the big news in the NFL. He's like activated off the IR this week. Oh wow, that is actually really big news. I did not hear that yet. So news for shots. So or shots for news. <laughs> <laughs> news for shots. So I actually, I, I see. I still think you're one of the strongest teams in this league. I think Kyler Murray being your quarterback is really is really um, super too. So I think with your uh, coming back uh, running back core, I still think you are one of the top teams. I think that um, Matt, I don't think you're wrong about uh, Tim's team. I, I interested to see what he does with this Seattle situation because it seems to have kind of fallen apart a little bit on, on him, but Tom Brady can't play forever, but maybe he'll keep going. I don't know. And then of course, Penn's team, I got to pick everybody. Everyone's going to be the winner next year. I can't pick <laughs> one right now. It's too much. Well, all right. So, well, you're going with, Tim, uh, you went with, uh, with I'm my going team, with I suppose. I'm going I, with I, I don't necessarily agree That's with you just because I think curse for next year. No, I hate you so much. I don't really agree. <laughs> with you. But it's, it's, you know, I don't know. I, you like my running back. I can trade you some of my running backs for some of your draft picks. I suppose we'll have to talk about that in the off season here, but, uh, you know, I'm a, just for the sake of argument and, and, and a lot of, and you can make this argument a lot of different ways for the exact reason that you said, I like Tim's team as well. Tim's team's got a lot of depth there, um, but that that Seattle uh, situation definitely hurts him. And I think at quarterback, it's going to be a little interesting for for uh, Tim next year. Tom Brady, I don't know if he's going to retire. I, I think maybe if he wins the Super Bowl this year, maybe he considers retiring at the end of the year. I we'll see. Um, he doesn't seem to be stopping. I don't. Th- that team can't consistently subsist at that level that it's been at, and he's been a little inconsistent this year too. So I don't. We'll see. It's another year, another year of recovery on his body but team penna i think especially with joe burrow he's now he's got two bona fide quarterbacks he can he can slot in according to matchups his running back depth was there he was hurt he had several players who were hurt this year um he also i think one of the sneaky things that he has is he drafted travis etienne jr um who was one of the consensus like top running backs to get for a dynasty league um before the injury um, and, and he threw him and he stashed him on his IR all year and he'll be potentially getting him back next year. And 
his wide receivers are still quite, quite good. Jalen Waddle ended up really coming on at the end of the year. And if Miami kind of figures their situation out, I think, um, I think Penn's team, look, he only lost two games all, well, sorry, he lost four games all season now. Right. So, um, but it was, uh, it was a good, very good matchup for, well, I guess if we count him losing the golf bet five games this season, but um, I'm not sure we can really, you know, count it against him. They couldn't score too low of points to win that bet. I think so we're calling that the Kujala bet, right? Like, the Kujala, yeah. The, can you be the Tom Kujala low water mark? I think it's gotta be, it's gotta be re, restated as the, can you beat Tom? Um, <laughs> the Kujala prize or the Kujala, the Kujala prize, the Kujala round. cup. The Kujala Cub, that's right. Kujala I'm write that Cub. Put it in a bylaw. Should <laughs> I don't think we need a bylaw. It's okay. You can uh, live uh, in to me. It'll uh, be fine. I, I'll, I'll propose that that's a bylaw since yeah, Jeff can't do it anymore. Yeah. But Dave, I, I totally agree with you on the Travis Etienne Jr. thing. That's my one like biggest regret from the draft. If I recall correctly, and I got him literally the pick before me. I was like, I thought about taking him in the third. I gambled on waiting around and I lost it by one pick. So I, I did you know, the exact he, same thing. <laughs> yeah. If he shows up next year, I agree with you. You know, it could be revolutionary for that team. I'm hoping I have a similar effect with JK Dobbins. Finally, after drafting him two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I feel the same way about you and Hunter Henry. I think I had Hunter Henry at one point and dropped him and then you picked him yep. up and I was like, no, <laughs> you know that happened so obviously that happened with Rashad Penny in the championship Penna played the Bears defense against me I've had them for like multiple seasons dropped them just a couple weeks ago he picked them up and wasn't quite enough but 21 points like yeah. well I mean they that played the Giants so, I mean that should that number should yeah, have right. seven points so should have been looking ahead yeah um, yeah I do, Matt, I do have a very important question for you. I know I don't want to keep going back to Matt. I don't know if we want to end this episode, Dave, so just kill it when you're ready. But this is a really important question. On February 2nd, the foot, Washington football team is renaming, uh, they're announcing their new name. So yeah. on February 2nd, are we going to get a new name of the Farmington football team? So I, I can't promise it's happening on February 2nd, but I, my plan all along has been to change it again when right. Washington does. So I think it, there's a pretty good chance that there will be a new name for next season. And I'm open to suggestions. All so. right. Do you still all technically right. live in Farmington? Is your house in Farmington I, or is I it in Unionville? Or I mean, uh, Plainville, nope. whatever it is. I do still technically live in Farmington. All right. Well, then yeah. you, know, you don't have to change the name. It's a winning name. So yeah, it, it's well. true. Yeah, but part, you know, or do I want to retire it on top? We'll see. Oh, I, hey. I'll debate. I like the idea the of, of having a mascot other than like football team. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Farmington Sheriff Slayers. Yes. Yeah, something Ooh, like that. Outlaws. I don't know. <laughs> outlaws. Yeah, the outlaws. That's a good one too. <laughs> um, Dave, I do want to have a reflective moment on the season. I think the season was really super amazing. Your brother wins my MVP award for this. That that what he did with the sheriff and the song and just sending the poo outfit and all of that he did along the way. I I have to say, Kev, you 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 may be a little better than me this year, but I have to tell you, you are my MVP of the year. <laughs> I I, 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 I job. and most uh, approved I, player, I think as well. Yeah, I think so too. I debated doing a bit like that, like to celebrate my championship win, but I was like, I'm never going to live up to it. Why bother? <laughs> <It's> so- <laughs> 
I mean, it was just new level and I, that, that would definitely go in the highlight reel of the year. We, we had a lot of highlights. I do want to say, Dave, like I know people, we talk about behind the scenes or whatever. I, you and I do this and we're like, yeah, together, together, together. This is really like an 80-20 split here. Like Dave, you do majority of this. I, I have to say you, uh, you edit the film, you edit the stuff, you put it together, you write it through these just fire write-ups. Like your write-ups are just new levels. So I appreciate it a lot. I don't get to say that a lot, but it was a super season and your write-ups were really next level. I, I don't even know if I could even take that on next year. I, I wouldn't come in comparison. So thank you for all of your hard work on all of this for the year. Well, thank you. And thanks to everybody for listening to this crap. So, you know, it's, <laughs> it's fun for us. It's a nice escape from our real lives and we get to do it for, you know, 18 weeks or whatever it is. And it's kind of fun. And, um, but I, I think you're right. I think Kevin really does get the MVP award here. I yeah. mean, that, that really changed the game for us. All of a sudden now we're having special guests on with costumes. There's side bets going on. <laughs> you're, you're trying to put on poo. You're still trying to put on that poo outfit somewhere, I think. So I don't understand. I thought it was in the back. <laughs> that was a onesie. It's <laughs> very hard. Uh, yeah. So, well, I, we learned the lesson. I can't sign us off. Jeff, why don't you take us out? Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody. <laughs> or Cooper can take us out. That's right. That's right. Well, I think we know we'll just kind of end this, but I will say this uh, to everybody. Great listening. Great having you. Great season. Super fun. Congratulations to all of the top teams and certainly to our championship uh, winner, Matt. And uh, for most of all, you know what, everyone have a great off season and we will see you at season for next year. Goodbye, everybody. I've wondered for a while, like what goes on behind the scenes with this show? Like how much time do you guys spend putting together your talking points and then editing after the fact? Yeah. Oh, the, the answer to the first question is uh, very little. Uh, yeah, we, that's good. good. Pretty much wing but it. There is a little bit. Actually, I think, this, Dave, we're kind of like this. Like, the chart would go like this. Like, when we first started, we were, like, writing things down. We got the points on. And now we're like, eh, let's do it as we do it live. <laughs> I mean, it definitely, sometimes it's, I can tell that, like, you're looking at results, right, and, and talking about yeah. them live, which is yeah. how I would do it, too. Um yeah, but sometimes, I mean, and you guys talked about this, I think on the last episode, Dave, with your sponge brain, sometimes you just pull stuff out and it's like, did he research that ahead of time? Or is that just in there somewhere? That's just in there somewhere, Matt. It's scary. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah. But we- see, so Just really quick, I can show you. So when we first started, like I, I'm saving each season of paperwork so that when we go into the Hall of Fame, we can put this yeah. on display because- they Very cool. Something. And like, this is like the first season, right? Like it's all sort of written and there's like a bunch of stuff and, a, you know, but now like this was, this was last week's, like it was like, you know, like <laughs> just not a whole lot there, like just yeah. about six, three lines. We got to make sure we know like what we want to talk about. But one side anyway. of, one side of two pages that those yeah. are the notes for me. Like that, wow. it's just scribbles okay. and that's it. I mean, but that's, well, it. that's I mean, I, this is the entirety of the things I wanted to make sure I mentioned today. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing better than me. <laughs> or actually not even that I want to mention stuff that I thought might come up. Is it your thank you? Is it your your thank the academy speech? <laughs> um, no, I no wing that one. It, it's like yeah. I just got to thank God, uh, Rashad Penny, and I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just here so you don't get fined.
Yeah, actually, did you guys hire the makeup artist? Like, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that, but that guy showed up with like, you know, a, a garbage bag full of makeup, and it worked. I think it looked good. Yeah, the guy who came, the guy who came to bleach your asshole was not us. <laughs> no, yeah, I know that. That's Felipe. every week. Okay. <laughs> and just like last week, I'm thinking the only one here that would actually appreciate that. I am taking, uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the Upstate Masters to win the league this year. Dave, the TVA has reset the timeline. That was a low-key, low-key reference right oh, there. I don't good know. One. <laughs> good follow-up. Maybe losing out on Jeopardy. Who knows? It just didn't. <laughs> it could be. It really maybe, didn't. Maybe it's that Olivia Munn now is having a baby with uh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney? Yeah. Really? Or, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think they just announced it the other day. We'll have to double check my uh, fact. Not check John. Mul- John Mulaney is married to somebody. What's the comedian that's always drunk? Jason Sudeikis. No, <laughs> that's a good possibility. But John Mulaney is always drunk. Isn't he the one that went to rehab? Yeah. Isn't, thought- isn't he? Isn't he having a baby? They just announced it that he's having a baby with. Well, no, she she was showing off her baby bump while she was with John Mulaney, but like. No, I think they're having the baby together. Oh yeah, you're right. Olivia Munn breaks silence on pregnant. This is page six, so we'll have to take it as a site, but yeah. hey, you know, we don't just talk about football here. We talk about <laughs> we the hard hitting. Actually, I'm surprised you didn't know. I lost, Kevin won, mass hysteria. Battle of the Titans. Battle, Battle of the Titans. The- Battle for nudity on airing, no wait. <laughs> No, that sounds like a terrible idea. Family show, Jeff. Family show. Family show. Family show. No nudity on here. I don't know family if that family. will help us gain fan. Well, th- true. But it's a podcast, so I don't think anybody will really know. And we are back to another episode of Bragging It Out. I mean, airing it out. Season three, week five of the NFL. Championship, Jeff Sieber, naked David Drew. Welcome into the conversation, Dave. How did it feel to, you know... Take your clothes off at this particular episode. Oh, wait, you're not naked. Liberating. I know. You're not naked. I want you to be naked. Dave, you're afraid to do this one naked, aren't you? You know, I I think it really comes down to the fact that if you're going to propose a bylaw change and, and you know, say <laughs> that you have to have a full team such that you guilt me into playing a defense no matter what that I do, and then also expect me to honor being naked on this after <laughs> you after you pulled your defense Monday night. I feel cheated, slighted, and um pretty well clothed at the moment. <laughs> this thing got so out of control about the naked airing it out that uh my wife I love is, this by the way I love this story so much. <laughs> my my wife is totally on board with the fact that so last night yesterday i had a day jury duty not gonna be on jury for a a murder trial thank god that would have really cramped our i told them i had airing it out to to film that's very important every week and the judge was like oh i'm a big listener you know long time (laughs) listener first time caller so he uh he he let me off the hook which was great um unfortunately uh by the rest of my day was crazy as well so you know we were planning to to do this tonight and or last night and uh ultimately i was like jeff i'm not in the right headspace for this and um so in between like my mom calling and me calling you just to let you know i i went by and talked to kate and said hey look you know i 
I was supposed to be doing it right now tonight. I don't think I'm going to be able to. So I'm just going to give Jeff a quick call. And she goes, you just don't want to be naked, do you? Sorry to disappoint, but I am at work and HR said I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, use yeah. that excuse. Uh-huh, sure. Mm-hmm. Conveniently, you're at work today. All other days you work for Well, home. look, just like, just like every other Zoom call, you don't know. I could be Winnie the Pooh-ing it. You don't know the, the bottom half. I, yeah, yes. I'm Winnie the Pooh-ing it and injuries and whatever else. Yep, yep. I, I can't take calls while well, we have a person. It's the judge. He's calling in. You look great in the nude for those who are watching the podcast. Oh, that's why that's listen to the podcast. I proved to Jeff when I was off camera there, when I was taking the phone call that um, I was Donald ducking it. I would on, like- sorry, sorry. Hang on one second. Uh, yeah. Kate's, Kate's calling. There's, there's a delivery. Just hang on one second. I'll, I'll be right back. Just roll the tape. <laughs> what is happening? Put in, some, put in some filler or something. All right. What is happening? So anyway, so Dave's team, I think, is going to drop out of the league. And, you know, we all kind of move forward and do our thing and not have to worry about him uh, kind of winning this league in any way. Also, I think all trades are on the table. I think he was mentioning to me that he wants to trade um, Derrick Henry, that he's tired of having him on his team. Um, And Ezekiel Elliott as well. They're two uh, poor fantasy football players that he doesn't really want on this team anymore. So I think that that's kind of, <laughs> Oh my God. What is happening right now? If you are listening on the podcast, you got to go to the tape. You got to go to the tape. Also, I just rambled like five minutes of absolute nonsense. So you'll have to go back and listen to that. But with that said, my co-host sits here, new team name, Winnie the Drew comes out in a Winnie the Pooh <laughs> outfit. I would just for like airing point, it out, pointing it out. Hide your kids' eyes. No pants. No, no pants. pants. <laughs> no pants. Just as pretty. I am you. I cannot even. I. I am not worthy. What's my problem? Is I can't find the head. But you can at least wear the outfit. <laughs> I can't find the head. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the outfit. Said nobody ever. <laughs> Said nobody ever. <laughs> I can't find Winnie the Pooh's head. <laughs> what does he have? Oh, it's a skin suit. You wear like a skin suit. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, trust me. If I can fit in that, you can fit in that. <laughs> It's like putting a sleeping bag on. <laughs> I can see why during the episode you got a little bit slow to put it together. Oh yeah, no, it wasn't easy. Well, you know, I had that on during the episode. I had that on from the waist up or the waist down. So in true Winnie the Pooh fashion, oh, you couldn't true. see. Yeah, you got it on backwards. You laid it down for me. You know what the best part of this is? Is we have this on camera. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, no, poo goes on the front. Really? Yeah, you don't put your zipper in the front. It's not like the poo onesies you wore when you were a kid. Getting things that I've never said before. (laughs) Winnie the Drew. Winnie the Drew. Cuddly little stubbly old stuffed with bluff. Ooh, it's my broad shoulders. I can't get my brassiere on. 
I figure I, I, get, look, I feel like I look like Pooh. <laughs> you look like something. <laughs> Pooh without the H. That's what you look like. It's not very flattering. Oh, no. I mean, I don't think... It, well, Pooh is a pretty robust man. <laughs> is he a man? I don't know. Is, what is Pooh? Is Pooh a they? Non-binary. Pooh's a bay. Are they? Yeah, he's yeah. a bay. They, <laughs> he's, a, he's a he's a there for the bears they. he's a there bear <laughs> he's a care bear oh man you look great <laughs> you like us oh i like the turtleneck look <laughs> what is this that's for it's like cover my it's for turtle it's for it, uh it's covid friendly poo <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bib poo <laughs> dave we have to apologize to our our listeners and our viewers look they should just understand the lengths we'll go to to make sure that we have an episode for them and don't <laughs> cause a riot because we are here this week we lost part of my house we lost power we lost uh the more importantly the internet very hard to do the zoom without the internet um <laughs> and uh and we're back <laughs> Season three, week nine, Kevin Drew has shot the sheriff, and now he's coming for the deputy. Season three, week 11 of the NFL, and Dave, Dave, what am I hearing right now? I don't know. What is I that think, noise in the background? I oh. think the sheriff <laughs> is back in town. Dave, the sheriff is back in town. What is... He lives. Well, howdy. Hey! Oh, it's the sheriff. We are welcoming in our very special guest, the sheriff, the general manager of Team Penna, Dave Penna. The sheriff is in town. Very, uh, very happy to be here. I'm, I'm seriously considering calling Patrick's wife just to make sure he didn't have a traumatic brain injury this week, because <laughs> the. This the way that this starts, like like she pushed him down the stairs. Something <laughs> happened. I was he really drunk? I don't know. First, second, and fourth round, yeah. twenty twenty two picks for Mark Andrews and Robert Woods. Now, mind you, on the table again. Let's just for the audiences, for those of you ripping your hair out, going, "What is happening?" And again, I'm <laughs> going to follow up with Jess to see if there was a traumatic brain injury. <laughs> Had Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, Dalton Schultz and Cortland Sutton on the table for only two first round picks in Najee Harris. Yeah. So anyway, we, we, so, we, we persist. We're blown away. We, we report the trade. Then Wednesday night comes around. Patrick's not done. He's like, he called himself this. So I can't even take credit for this joke. He's like Kevin Costner in draft day. It's just, <laughs> he's lost, he blew it up. He lost his mind. He's trading picks. He then <laughs> I come out of the gym. And he's like, all right, I traded Jeff my third round draft pick and James Connor for who, Jeff? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Why would you not? Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> so let's just recap this. Now, and my understanding is he's not done. He's still got one draft pick left next year that he's, he's gotta got to get rid of. Left. So I'm assuming he's yeah. coming for somebody else. And I'm assuming it's going to yeah. be a kicker at this point, because <laughs> at this point, let's just recap. Patrick has traded four all four rounds of his draft picks to jeff next year plus yep. james connor yep four mark yep. andrews yep robert woods robert woods <laughs> ryan and Tannehill. ryan Tannehill. <laughs> after he just crushed me i don't understand <laughs> 
Jeff, what happened on your side? Because what, who did you send? Did you send like Don Corleone in to like do this deal with him? Like, how did you get him? All you said was, huh, uh, to, to, to Justin Herbert and Amari <laughs> Cooper. And he retreated faster than a dog during a fireworks show. Better luck next time, Patrick. Um, unfortunately, we wanted to get Dadbot on the show this week to kind of talk about this the squeaker of a win. Wins 97 to 96 and a half, but uh, his agent wouldn't negotiate with me. And, and <laughs> he said the snacks in our green room were shit. So he said he's right out. Um, but it's all right. Uh, well, well, maybe we someday we'll, we, we still, still love, love him. him. Anyway, he passed along another curse from Bocce and I don't know what to do with that. So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to negotiate with her agent, get her on the show and then, and then yeah. uh, get her to curse. Right, maybe, maybe we got, I mean, is there more to this Bocce curse that we don't know about? Like, well, like, I just, I, I don't just, know. Patrick, she's like been, put a voodoo thing or is it? No, okay. he's just been throwing it around. Like it's, yeah. like, you know, like again, favorite, favorite grandson. So is that what it is? So you're the favorite. So where's the, so the curse is around you being the favorite. I mean, or? the joke is always, so my, my grandmother who's who's polish in that she knows some things in polish but i don't think she could speak polish <laughs> like she knows all the songs she knows like prayers and things yeah. in polish i mean maybe she knows more than she lets on <laughs> but like generally speaking when she would get angry when we were kids she would go in the in the kitchen and my my mom and her brothers all say the same thing but she'd go in the kitchen and she'd say what it sounds like a what's supposedly a Polish prayer, but sounds very much like a lot of cursing under your breath. Now, mind you, Polish isn't that far removed from German, so everything sounds a little angry, but it's all a whole lot of like, you know, and it just sounds angry. So we started affectionately calling it the bocce curse. Can you can you both do the what you would say when you get mad? Okay. May you live to be 10. If you want the bocce curse to fall on your side, you gotta have her for Christmas dinner, Patrick. You gotta get in there earlier. You gotta invite her. Like in, like you should be inviting her for next year now to ensure that the karma comes back around. Now, so famously, now I guess we all have to worry about Tom next week or next year because Tom worked some magic with bocce bribed her slipped her a 20 um you know <laughs> that's so, all it takes just 20 i get i don't know i mean i don't know how much the magic works for 20 bucks i don't know if he had to give her more i don't so we'll we'll see but um we had some undue influence and we should put a disclaimer <laughs> on everything that we say on airing it out it should just appear at the beginning uh, actually there is a disclaimer it says two guys talking about everything fantasy two guys who know nothing about fantasy football talking about everything fantasy football yeah right? <laughs> so don't listen to us why why They're like don't who? take brandon cooks out because i say take brandon cooks out yeah just, why would you I, yeah. I, I don't know anything i'm yeah. in, I, I lost <laughs> to tom let's go to the worst scoring game in all of dynasty league history <laughs> is it i i really think it might be i think it has I, I to actually be. think it is i i don't i almost went back and, and tried to look but i don't know how to do that yeah. i'll i'll try to go back and look but i think like if anybody had scored less than 37 points it would have had it expunged from the record so yeah. the goodwill punting Hand the upstate masters their second uh -huh. win. I mean, and literally hand. <laughs> At this point, he could have just not played anybody and maybe got more points. I don't understand.
37 <laughs> points from the Goodwill punting. Tom scores more than the Tims, but not more than Tim. Tim should beat Dave, not to be confused with Dave's Tims. Speaking, like of, speaking of the Goodwill punting and the lowest score ever scored in, in fantasy football while, <laughs> yeah. while trying um, to get the highest possible score, Tim and Dave took on an honest effort to score the lowest possible score, <laughs> and they were unsuccessful. I mean, right now you can't tell, right? <laughs> nope. I could always just, oh, 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 I've got to go get something. <laughs> and then do one of those. That would work. That would work. <laughs> so good. Oh, sorry. Uh, someone's at the door. <laughs> I am actually Look. expecting a package, so it might happen naturally. Oh, and that's not the only package everyone's expecting. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I'm no actually getting a, a package. Hang up. That's great. Put it in. It's my package. All right, fine. I guess you, we won't have a bylaw. Really... Apparently, that also blew up in the chat. Yeah, I wasn't no, proposing no more a bylaw. I just feel so that we should, you know, everyone should win an award. What, what is this? Like eighth grade graduation? <laughs> Is that better? Isn't that what uh, Belichick sounded? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good now or no? I think it's good. I think it. Okay. All you right. just don't sound as deep as you normally do, but it's fine. You know what I mean? We are back for another episode. <laughs> Was that deep? <laughs> I, just, I said deep, not deep throat. <laughs> that might be the funniest thing you've ever said on this thing. <laughs> Oh my, we, nope, that's not good. Nope, Mark. <laughs> oh my. That was like the George Takei entrance. Oh my. <laughs> well, that, that's gold for the blooper reel right there. That's what that is. <laughs> I forgot my coconut. This is so stupid. Hey, Mark.